Chicago Public Schools officials want preschoolers to go back to school buildings. They say students are missing out with remote learning and they worry about enrollment declines. Many parents and teachers are against in-person school during the pandemic. While school officials figure out a path forward, WBEZ's Adriana Cardona-Magiga tells us what it's been like helping her bouncy four-year-old through remote learning. I've never been the most creative parent when it comes to helping my two kids with homework, but I proudly hang their drawings on the refrigerator. The best ones later go to the memory box. With my older child, I relied heavily on school to teach her how to write her name, count, and sing the alphabet. But now, with my four-year-old, the pandemic and remote learning has forced me to become that creative parent I never was. ¿Me puedes decir, Juno, cómo te llamas? Juno Cardona Magigas. ¿Cuál es tu color preferido? Uh, blue and red. ¿Y en español cómo se dice? Rojo and azul. Spanish is my first language, and I want Juno to be bilingual. He started preschool this fall at Inter-American Magnet School, a dual-language school on the north side. After we got past our early struggles with technology, we thought things would be smoother. But Juno wasn't that into it. He got easily distracted by his toys, the sound of the garbage truck passing by, our cats, and his attitude changed when I asked him to pay attention. Like all preschoolers in CPS, he's supposed to do at least 60 minutes of live instruction. There are two optional classes, including Spanish conversation and PE. I made Juno participate in everything at first, regardless of how much we both struggled. He's been learning the letters of the alphabet, drawing things that start with that letter. When he learned about the letter A in Spanish, I tried to make it relatable to his favorite toy. The automobile. Diga pues. The automobile. But it hasn't been easy. My husband and I are busy working from home, and my daughter is in college learning remotely. The more we push Juno to focus, the less he wants to participate. I can't imagine what it's like for other parents with kids in older grades. My colleague Susie Ann's six-year-old is a first grader at Von Linné Elementary on the north side. We chatted the other day about the high expectations of remote learning on young kids and as parents. She says it's sometimes hard to see other kids in her son's class doing exactly what the teachers ask. My kid does not even get out the notebook because he's like, I'm just, I have some toys here that I'm going to play with and I'm just not going <laughs> to listen to what the teacher is saying. Yeah, That's totally. <laughs> That's how Juno is. I'm always telling him, like, you raise your hand. You know the answer. Maybe I know the answer. In my case, Juno's teachers noticed how disengaged he was and recommended I pull him out of the optional classes so that he would have a better attitude in the main class where he learns the most. I was worried. I really wanted him to be in the Spanish conversation class like some other kids, be more engaged. So I reached out to teachers for tips. 
All kids are different. Saskia Benitez is a preschool teacher at Belmont Cregan Elementary on the northwest side. We have to let the parents know, you know, you can never compare, you know, every kid is has their own unique way, you know, their, their, their own way of learning, their own way of expressing themselves. I knew that, but I didn't quite put it into practice when I saw that Juno wasn't as involved as other kids in his class. There was other advice. Maybe do a weekly prize for him. Give them a goal, okay? So if you do your work, you know, if you spell your name correctly by yourself, you know, today I'm going to give you a sticker. Susie also uses that strategy. But like we've broken it down to like attainable goals. So like, you know, can you get ready by yourself in the morning? Can you pay attention for most of this hour? If you can, you get a sticker. She got this tip from a teacher last year, and it seems to work for her. I'll tap the sticker chart. I'm like, you know, I won't say anything. I'll just tap the sticker chart like, come on. Susie gives her son a small prize at the end of the week, depending on how many stickers he has collected. It could be a plush Pikachu doll, a slime kit. Benitez, the teacher, also stressed, we the parents need to be overly excited, make learning fun, and most important, be patient. Instead of, you know what, you're doing it wrong. You know what, here, you, this is how you do it. No. A lot of kids don't know how to hold the crayon. A lot of kids don't know how to hold the pencil. You know, and, and show them, show them, okay? So this is how you, you know, you hold the pencil. So I went to the dollar store, got a dry erase board, markers, lots of stickers, and some prizes, Hot Wheels, slime, a few lollipops. I told June about the sticker system, the rewards at the end, and things improved. Vamos a escribir la O mayúscula. Hace una O, una o grande acá. Muy bien. I can see O. O this. O. I also showed a lot more excitement and less frustration when he didn't want to draw or participate. Buenos dias. Canto yo. <laughs> Things got a lot better from their own, but it's still hard. It's our second job, teaching, which has helped me understand even more the important role teachers play. In two months, Juno has learned so much He's more willing to speak in Spanish. He confidently counts in both languages and sings songs. We're still unsure about in-person learning during a pandemic. I can tell Juno wants to interact with his classmates off the screen. But for now, we're trying to make it work, hoping he won't be too far behind when the pandemic is over. Adriana Cardona-Maguigad, WBEC News.